Union, along with other major world economies, has embarked on a quest to mitigate and adapt to climate change and ensure a more rational use of Earth's resources. For this to succeed, and for EU countries to thrive through the process, the bloc's industries need to be able to rely on a workforce that is fit for purpose, equipped with the right expertise. This requirement is likely to lead to something of a revolution in the job market, as Pedro Ramos, president of the Portuguese People Management Association, explains to our colleague Cristina Nascimento at Radio Renascença. The UN says that by 2030, 18 million new jobs will be created linked to this green field. Of course, it could be a few more or a few less, but that's not the point. The point is that we are riding this wave of new concerns, which, in turn, lead to new attitudes, which, in turn, lead to new professions, to new ways of working within organizations. I think this is the great movement we're living through today. Transition to a low-carbon, resource-efficient economy requires a systems-based approach involving not only new products and services, but also changes in production processes and business models. At least so says UNIDO, the UN's industrial development organization. Some job profiles will be in greater demand, others will disappear, thereby affecting the structure of companies. But right now the EU, much like the US and the UK, is woefully lacking in some of these key green and clean tech skills. As a result, the EU named 2023 the European Year of Skills in an attempt to draw attention to the importance of developing, and I quote, the right skills for quality jobs, and to supporting companies in addressing skills shortages in Europe. Another aim of the European Year of Skills has been to ensure that the green and digital transitions are socially fair and just, so says the Commission. Welcome back to the Green Deal podcast. In this episode, the Euronet Plus Network has interviewed stakeholders across the Union looking at the challenges this transformation poses for the world of business, what new job profiles are required, what new services are on offer, what business models are being promoted, and what new career opportunities are on the horizon. The first of these questions, which new profiles are required, is not an easy one to answer. Iris Lojevets, an advisor at Slovenia's Job Center, explains that her organization is still struggling to understand precisely what skills are needed and how to find people who have them. Neither in Slovenia nor among the EU member states has the concept of green jobs yet been defined. But we understand these to be roles that contribute to sustainable development, climate change and circular economy objectives. But turning to LinkedIn, the professional network, demand for sustainability-related expertise is undeniably on the rise. Between February 2022 and February 2023, the number of LinkedIn job postings requiring at least one green skill grew by an average of 15.2%. According to Greta Grode from Vilnaus Collegia, a higher education establishment in Lithuania, Sustainability management will feature among the most sought-after profiles in the years to come. 
This growth is very significant, especially in the management professions, starting with these. There is a real need for them, and on LinkedIn, the job search network, there is also a very, very big change in the number of people looking for these specialities. And there is even a top 10 list of specialities of the future, on which three are related to sustainability. This also shows that even for specialities that are yet to come, we can already see that a very large number of people will be needed in the area of sustainability management. Katalin Herner, Executive Director of Kuvet, a professional organization that helps Hungarian companies to embark on the path to sustainable development, confirms that all companies, large or small, will ultimately have to strengthen their sustainable development capabilities. And the sooner they do this, the better. What we are seeing in our industry is that there will be a growing demand for environmental sustainability professionals, because we are noticing that companies are not able to cover these new tasks with their existing people. They either outsource them or they are going to need new people. Large companies are already calling out for corporate social responsibility professionals, environmental, social and governance professionals and sustainability professionals and small companies will increasingly need someone who can bring these together in a holistic way and give them concrete, practical steps on how they can meet these challenges, write reports, collect data and achieve climate neutrality or climate adaptation goals. I would urge companies not to wait and regret it and rather to develop their in-house workforce in this direction now. 23 million small and medium-sized enterprises are already under pressure from their customers and or parent companies to face the green transition head-on, adds Herner. SMEs who thought that these issues were not relevant to them should not be surprised to find that sooner or later they receive lists of questions from their large companies or from their subsidiaries, asking them whether they calculate their carbon footprint, what their annual emissions are, what they do in terms of waste and what their targets are for reducing carbon emissions. We need to be prepared for this. Preparation is all the more vital because, as we have already mentioned, there is a mismatch between demand and supply. Alfredo Greco, from the technical division of Open Job Metis, is responsible for meeting the demand for technical professionals in certain strategic sectors of Italian industry, in particular the energy sector, in order to meet Italy's commitments under its national recovery plan. At the moment, we see a mismatch between the skills and the specializations requested by companies and what is on offer on the market. The Bank of Italy estimates that around 370,000 professionals are needed to meet the needs of Italy's National Recovery and Resilience Plan, 270,000 of these technical specialists. Green advisor Raul Pop, co-founder of Romania's Circular Economy Coalition, splits companies roughly in two major categories – as he tells Sorin Schiopu at Radio Romagna. I think this should be divided into two categories. On the one hand, there are industries and occupations. Let's call them traditional. That must be greened. The other category comprises the companies that come along and provide solutions for doing this. Whether we are talking about a new technology for extracting an ore, for example, a processing technology that is much more economical in terms of energy or emissions of noxious or greenhouse gases, or integration into a circuit with other companies. In other ways, <clears throat> in other words, my waste becomes raw material 
For the next one, all waste from other companies becomes my raw material. All of these paradigm shifts require decision makers, and those decision makers must trust that the decisions they make are the right ones. And that means you have to understand the new context in which your company operates. So returning to Italy, what recommendation would Alfredo Greco give to young people who are preparing to enter the job market? Certainly, today there is a particular sensibility for STEM disciplines. I'm not only talking about engineering, I'm talking about maths and physics as well. Besides the energy transition, there's also the question of creating new infrastructure and new systems for mobility on the one hand, and on the other, a new approach to big data, which is also useful for the issues we are discussing. Knowing and analyzing data on energy consumption, for instance, is an important element that could steer policy and business decisions. Yet, Greta Grode from Vilnaus Collegia says that the main skills needed will be ability to collaborate, analyze and manage complex projects. Most of the time there is a requirement for analytical skills because there is a lot of analytical work, collecting data, talking to different departments. A sustainability specialist is the person who connects all of a company's departments because he or she gathers information from the lowest level where there are maybe some problems arising up to the highest level where some of the ideas originate and all of that is reflected in their report. It's mostly about collaborative skills, analytical skills, even project management skills, because sustainability is not just about analyzing what has happened, it's also about planning what we are going to do over the next year, which activities, which projects. To fill the growing skills gap in green and clean tech jobs, coordination by all actors, higher education institutions, professional associations and businesses will be of paramount importance. According to Dobromira Manasieva, a board member at the Bulgarian Association for People Management, the role of companies' human resources or HR departments will be particularly pivotal. More and more courses are... HR needs to partner with the rest of the business so that they can support all of these processes that are important to implement in a company. The function of HR is also to create an environment that is conducive to communication, to raising awareness within the organization of how it can be strengthened and how we can achieve more, so that we can drive the new agenda forward through a joint effort. More and more courses are being developed by universities and colleges to this end. And of course, on-the-job training and upskilling will also be necessary. But, adds Manasieva, this education should already start in secondary school. Retraining is one way of achieving these specialities. The other one is education, and secondary education can already change young people's attitudes in this direction. In fact, a global survey by Plan International shows that teenagers and young adults don't feel adequately prepared to participate in the green economy. And according to the World Economy Forum, and I quote, to meet today's global sustainability challenges, the corporate world needs more than a few chief sustainability officers. It needs an army of employees. In all areas of business, 
thinking about sustainability in their decisions every day, end of quote. So a fundamental change in attitude is required and it's never too early to start. Thank you for listening and we meet again in two weeks' time. Stay tuned to the Green Deal podcast. And if you like our podcast, don't hesitate to rate it or share it. Bye.